So what's on your heart, man, as you're, as you're going around the country and you're seeing the current spiritual environment? What's the Lord speaking to you as of right now? And Well, what I believe is happening, I think we're in a revisitation of the 1970s. So get acquainted with the 70s. Okay. The 70s, we had the Iran hostage problem. Right. We had double-digit inflation. We had a, uh, and then we had the emergence of a backlash against government incompetence right. in a populist conservative movement behind Ronald Reagan. Right. I believe that what the atmosphere is serving up right now is a, a spiritual backlash against uh, the, everything from the extreme COVID um, overreach of government right. to the silencing and deplatforming of voices yes. to the election, in my opinion, the election fraud, Absolutely. then the November 6th uh, fiction that was presented like the, you know, the Hindenburg disaster with Trump Republicans as insurrectionists. And I think that the intimidation has been felt so broadly by 70 or 80 million oh, people, yeah. the labeling, you cannot uh, poke the hornet's nest that severely and uh, because people individually do lack courage. I mean, to be honest with you, people do lack courage. But when it's collective, courage is contagious. And you're seeing a collective backlash happening right now. And it's not going to stop because the moms are now responding to critical race theory. And these ideas are actually imbecilic. Nobody takes them on because they because there's kind of a, um, a shame attached to defending the proposition that maybe transgenderism isn't right and maybe being white isn't evil. And so who wants to really be painted in a corner and be the, uh, you know, the defender of that? Because it's like Germans saying, well, not all Germans killed Jews. And so nobody, no German wants to talk about it. But I think, I think that it, we're hitting a point now where it's about to get severely talked about. Wow, so we're kind of hitting like a precipice, if you will, like where people are finally waking up. Do you feel that the church is kind of coming out of the slumber? I mean, I mean it's, you can sense it, can't you? I do. It's almost like, it's like hibernation, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's the Wuhan hangover. <laughs> and it's like waking up, oh my God, Trump isn't president and, and I'm an insurrection. What? It's a what? And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, as we're awakening, it's like, what the heck? Well, you know, let's just talk about January 6th. So, you know, I always tell people a lot of Trump supporters were military people, law enforcement, you know, uh, real patriots. If there was a real insurrection, it wouldn't have gone down that way. They would have. The NRA, the 70 million, all those people that own guns, trust me, they're not the ones that are criminals, but they actually know how to use them. And so, you know, know, the the reason why you want a a well-ordered and maintained militia is because it was the answer for the colonists to remind the uh, King George, let's not have to go down this road again. In our DNA, we have a fundamental distrust of government. It's only because of prolonged peace and irresponsible prosperity that we have a new generation that has grown up in the womb of uh, being provided for by parents, but without God, government then becomes the surrogate father. And when you have government wanting to be your father, watch out, because it's a father that kills its own children. That's right. That's right. I mean, you know, clearly, and even people in the church have really not been too vocal about the fight for life. And President Trump was the first sitting president, actually went to the March of Life, you know, and, uh, you know, he was a big proponent putting people on the Supreme Court. Uh, but, you know, yeah, I can't I can't get handles on. I talked to Ralph Reed. I talked. Nobody really has the data. I want to know. It seems to me like Christians on the whole, evangelicals or pro-life Catholics on the whole, 
they voted, they voted uh, overwhelmingly for Donald Trump. But I've seen so many knuckleheads that didn't. And I'm only calling them knuckleheads because if you're voting for $30 trillion worth of debt, one million uh, illegal, uh, you, know, you know, the difference between an invasion and, uh, and a border problem is just semantics because you're getting invaded now by a million people. So when you've got that, plus your children are being taught that their skin color is, the, is their passport to the future, and that if they want to really get ahead, they need to identify as a victim, and you want to destroy your own history and dishonor your fathers and mothers, anyone that's voting for that, actually, I don't have to, I don't have to defend the proposition that you're a knucklehead. You are a knucklehead. Now, the question is, how many courageous Christians are there? I don't know. How many Christians are there that are willing to lift up their voice? Because you'd be shocked the number of pastors mm. that have gone woke and are now spiritually broke. That's right. um, they've lost the anointing. And, and what's coming in its place, I think, is the state church. Mm. I think if things don't get corrected, you're going to have, like uh, with Hitler, yeah. you're going to see the left become more totalitarian. They, everything they say about Trump was actually a projection of what they actually are. Yeah. You will see more and more totalitarian suppression of speech, more and more punishment for a lack of conformity. And, and I suspect that even churches will become state church yes. and outlier churches. Yes. Just like a person doesn't get vaccinated, yes. becomes the socially ostracized, well, you don't have to wear a mask providing you've been vaccinated. So, well, so then a bunch of people go, heck with that, I'm not gonna wear a mask and I'm not vaccinated, you don't get it. The rules are now set. You're supposed to be vaccinated, and you're on the honor system if you aren't. Yeah. Who says you have to be, and who says that we've got the data on the vaccines? Exactly. It's like so, a social credit score system in China, almost, what they're trying to establish. Well, the social, and so what, what is that? Just tell people what that is. I know oh, what that is. Yeah. Well, no, so basically, you know, depending on how you uh, respond to the government, and if you want to follow everything that they're saying, that you're, you, you can travel, you can get on trains, you can, but if not, you're, you're punished, and this is what's happening, and it just depends on... Have you seen Black Mirror? Yes. All right, yes. so I got a staff, and I got millennials. They keep me, they keep me edgy, and I got a millennial who said, watch this episode of Black Mirror about social credit. Right. And it's about this girl, girl that's getting like, married, yeah. and, she, and, and, and other girls opt out of being at her wedding party because she's... She's horrified. Her social credit score is starting to go down, right. which means it's costing other people to affiliate with a low score. Yes. It's like it's like a hierarchy of, right. of, of preeminence. You don't want to go to the outcasts. You want to stay in the in the elites. Don't associate with the low life. Yeah. And she was starting to go down and panicking because her girl but that's the superficiality right. of the progressive world. Right. No, and this is what they're projecting. And so you mentioned the election. I, I love it. I saw you on with General Flynn the other day. I just was down in the Health and Freedom Conference yeah. with him down there in uh, in Tampa at Ronnie Howard Brown's Church. Those Health and Freedom Conferences? Yeah. Yeah. I went to Tulsa. Yeah, there's some odd speakers there. there the, well, I was one last one. But right, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm controversial. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I was asked to be involved with it. But, you know, like, I believe that there's stuff that is prophetic. I believe that there is stuff that is discerning. And I, I'll double down on anything that I've said yes. that is predictive, prophetic, and discerning. And I'll get, Because I think the devil's involved with big government. And Absolutely. I, and I, so it's a discerning of spirits. But i got to tell you, there's a lot of people cashing in on this Q thing. Oh, see, that that's true. Gravy train, yes. it's a mailing list, and, and, they're, and I'm telling you, they're, they're tarnishing the credibility of the genuine awakening yes. by using the language of the awakening. And I don't like people that are, that are putting them into events 
to build an audience to collect money because it's mingling the pure Come fountain. On. And I have Come my on. limousine blown up by Antifa, yes. and I resent people that play games with this movement. It, this needs to be said. And you know what? People respect you, and they know that you're going to give them the truth. Well, I'm and calling it out. I'm calling it out. And if they're not careful, I'm going to start my own rallies. They better clean them up. Thank you. we got a movement. Right. And, and we don't want to uh, dilute the true movement, and that there is a true movement of, of conservatives and patriots and people of God, remnant people. We don't want to play games with this thing and, and turn it into uh, the National Enquirer. Yes, and so, you know, what I feel like is God is raising up a remnant, a true remnant in America, you know, and, and that there will be, we, we believe there's a great move of God that's, that's coming. It's already here. I mean, we're seeing the harvest, and I believe it's just the beginning. But to your point, there's people that are trying to make money, that are trying to, yeah. uh, you know, confuse the saints, and unfortunately, some people are getting pulled into this so I, I think you really are talking about an important topic here well I wasn't planning on it but that's what happened you get older you get older and if you're Jewish you just say what you're thinking we'll, we'll both get in trouble together I'm kvetching, I'm kvetching. Yeah. but no you know what it's it's true and I, I really hope our audience hears this because you know what we have pastors hearts we have the heart for the, the Saints and the remnant we don't want people to be misled and you know there is a move of God that's happening but there's also simultaneous moves of the enemy that are trying to distract the Saints and get not them off mention I'm not so sure that we don't have a psychological operation going on with psyops and I'm talking to CIA people all the time that are that why is it that some of the most bizarre oh uh, QAnon uh, crazies that are out there with the big mailing lists that are shaking people down for money and doing conferences. Right. Why are they never taken off of YouTube? Exactly. Why is it Ken Sor Kevin Sorbo, I was just talking to him, got 1.2 million people taken off of taken Facebook? Off. Yep. Why is it that he's off of Twitter? Why is that? How, how does somebody know, how can they have this discernment? They have to trust the Holy Spirit. What do you recommend? Yeah, yeah. And here's, you want to hear what the counterintuitive truth is? Stay out of, um, of race. Stay out of subject matter that naturally attracts your, um, your offenses and become a ruthless seeker of uh, the Lord. I remember Derek Prince saying one time that the best way to keep yourself from the great deception, which is the Antichrist, is to keep yourself from the little deceptions. Mm. That the hardest thing to do is to develop a spirit before God that is tremblingly... Um, alive and interested in what the Spirit of God is convicting you of and dealing with it because that's the real priority. But if you learn to hear the Spirit of God when it comes to you and what's pleasing to God and what doesn't please Him and you're conscientious about walking right with God, you'd be surprised how if you're called to be an oracle, a communicator, an awakener, particularly with Seven Mountains, which I started popularizing years ago, yeah. if you're not just called to the pulpit, if you, if you are, more power to you, but if you're called like I do, like media right. or journalism, as you're right. doing, then that acumen that is conscientious about hearing God, then God will say, let's talk about what's happening in your government right now. Let's talk about what's happening in media right now. And God will give you a deep dive, discerning and expose, and when he gives you authorization to nail it, bam! You've got utterance. Now that you've got utterance, you've got people listening. You cut right through the crap that's in the airways right. and people hear it, and you'll have a following. That's right. The secret is you don't start off with trying to create a following right. or getting incendiary about your political issues. Yeah. You get incendiary about God. And then as God speaks to you and he starts showing you, this is what I'm doing, speak. Yes. Bam. Then, then you can, I'm on fire on the political subject, but at the end of the day, I have to reel it in and come all the way back. And it's not easy. I have to come all the way back into the grace of God and say, but that, these kingdoms rise and fall. 
Right. Outrages rise and fall. Right. But you're forever. What are you saying right now? Yes, it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. And we're going to. And it's eternity that's more important than temporal politics and climate change and race issues. That's right. Mr. Walner, we'll let you go. We know you're busy, sir, but you can see why I like this guy. Thank you very much for what you're doing. And we'll be right back with the remnant.